Let's talk about giving back. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The Voice Sam Player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicezam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicezam.com slash markscott. The Vopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, back with another episode. Although this time, I don't know, are we filled with actionable, practical advice? I still think everything that we're about to talk about in this episode is definitely actionable and practical, just maybe not in how you might traditionally think about this podcast. We're going to be covering a very special topic with a very special interview, and I think that this is something that the community should absolutely get behind. I hope this is something that the community will absolutely get behind, and I know that there are enough VOpreneurs listening to this episode right now that we can help my guest reach her goal. Now, just before we get into this week's interview, I want to remind you, if you're listening and enjoying the podcast, would you do me a favor and let me know? Share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Mark Scott. Maybe tag me while you're doing the thing that we talk about in this interview. The voiceover community has long been credited with being one of the most caring and generous communities around. And we've proven that countless Mm -hmm. times in scholarship programs, contests and giveaways, supporting individual members in times of need. But now there is a new way for us as a community to make a huge impact on deserving charities through a new organization created by my guest today. Welcome to the podcast, Claire Dinsdale of 100 Voices Who Care. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me today. So I know that the 100 Voices Who Care is actually part of the 100 Who Care Alliance. So let's start there. Give us a little bit of a background on the parent organization that started this whole entire movement. Well, so actually, the Alliance did not come first. The 100 Who Care movement started by a lovely lady named Karen Dunnigan out of Michigan. And she had a situation where her husband said to her, you know, you're really good at raising money for things. And something had been presented to her at the hospital she was at. And he said, why don't you just invite a bunch of people to dinner and ask them to bring their checkbook. So she did. And she asked them each to write a check for $100. And from there, she had a $10,000 give. So she said, well, if I could do it this time, I could probably replicate that Mm -hmm. and help somebody else out. And that's how it all got started. And then from there, it grew organically. And the alliance came about as the 100 Who Care movement was growing and they wanted to see more growth. So a group of leaders of individual 100 Who Care groups got together and they formed the Alliance to help people that were new to the 100 Who Care method get started. 
And I think it's important that people understand that this is actually part of a bigger movement. Like there's something like 900 of these groups now that are meeting all around the globe. Is that accurate? Right. There's 902 currently either up and running or they've put their paperwork in and they're setting themselves up. So this whole thing is legitimate for anybody that didn't understand or doesn't know that the whole 100 who care thing is actually a a global movement, which I think is really cool. And then I guess it's people like you who adapt it to a specific niche or a specific audience or a specific community. So now that we understand the larger movement, then let's talk specifically about 100 Voices Who Care. What made you decide to start it? Well, I came to 100 Who Care through when I was living in Michigan. I love the mission. When I was coming back to Florida full time, I decided to start a local group here. And as I was coming to the voiceover community, as you highlighted, so this is a really generous group of people. And one of my mottos is work to give. So I said, you know, I found my people in that space and I wondered if everybody would love to get together because I would see people post here and there that they wish they could do more. And I'm like, you know what, you can. If I start a 100 Who Care group for the voiceover community, we can pool our resources and we have the potential between ourselves and people in the voiceover adjacent community who are also welcome to join to make a massive impact. I think you you touched on this earlier, but the idea behind the 100 who care. So it's it's 100 people who come together. They give $100, which means that it's $10,000 to a charity. And most of these groups, I believe, meet once a quarter. I'm assuming that's what you're going to do as well. But we're talking about a $10,000 check to a charity, which is, I mean, that's huge for for smaller local charities. That can have a huge impact. So now that we understand kind of that structure, talk to us a little bit about the commitment and the expectations for for the voice actor who joins the group. Is it literally just like show up and give me a check or what else, what's the deeper kind of underlying purpose here? Okay, so at its most simple form, we're asking for one hour of time, once a quarter, to write a check for $100 directly to a local nonprofit that is democratically chosen by the entire group attendant, in attendance at our quarterly meeting. What's also fabulous, in addition to being able to make this give, and by the way, it's not limited to 100, sky's the limit. So the goal is to have 100 for our meeting on the 25th of this month. But from there, I hope it grows leaps and bounds. Um, And what's really great about it is not only do we benefit small local nonprofits that typically don't have advertising budgets, by giving the give, we also allow them to have access to social media through our 100 Who Care platforms. And if then from there you want to go ahead and reshare, that maximizes their potential networking opportunities and the ability for them to get the word out. But it's also a great way for us as members to be able to learn about all the good work that's going on in our communities. And in this case, that means the globe. And I don't know about you, but we hear an awful lot of negative on a regular basis. So it's really quite nice to sit in on these meetings 
and learn about the positives that are being created based on areas of concern within communities that we serve. And that's so valid. I know. So for me personally, I found out about a local chapter of of 100 Who Care. Uh, I want to say it was probably around November or December of last year. There was an article that appeared in the local paper and I was intrigued by it. So I reached out and and inquired and they were accepting new members at that point. And so I, I did go ahead and join and we had our first meeting, I want to say it was in March, that was the first meeting of, of 2022, and some really great presentations from some really cool charities. I wrote my $100 check to the charity that won, but actually one of the other charities that didn't win the, the popular vote or the, the, you know, the larger vote or whatever, which I thought was a really great cause, I actually reached out and connected with them after the fact and made a separate donation to them directly, which... I mean, I love being able to to do that on the community level. I love being able to get connected with some of these people in some of these causes. It feels good to be able to to help out like that. And I mean, hey, look, there's a tax benefit to it as well. Let's be honest. We're, we're you know, we're, there's there's going to be a tax receipt or whatever. But it really is such a cool concept, and I, I I've been I've really enjoyed being a part of it, even though I'm relatively new to it. So it was really fun to hear that something like this was starting up in the the voiceover community. So for the group that I'm in, obviously it's it's limited to kind of my county, right? The kind of the towns that are that are located in my county. So it is very, very hyper local. How are you going to work on selecting charities when you were talking about a community of voice actors that, you know, spread across the United States or potentially spread across the globe? Well, my hope is that everybody will come to the meeting with a generous heart and see that if we can help out a fellow voice actor in their community. Everybody's gonna have their turn at some point in time. And if we have the ability through numbers to give really massive gifts, then it's okay to spread, to share the wealth. The other part of that is, I talked to some people at VO Atlanta and I said, you know, you're not gonna be the only one from your area joining. Yeah. So if you have a large group of you from a specific area that are joining, and you're all putting your names in the hat and you really have the ability to help each other out that way as well. So it's not just one person being served in this place, but the world's becoming more global mm-hmm. as well. So as a global citizen, I like to think that, you know, I, I do support hyperlocal through my other two groups, but this gives us an opportunity If you told me that I could only use one social media platform for the next year, that I had no choice, that I had to decide that I could only pick one, hands down, without question, I would pick LinkedIn. That is the platform that I have been able to earn the most voiceover income off of. And I want to show you how I'm doing it. I'm going to be teaching a masterclass on May 31st, 2022 at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a fully updated for 2022 version of my Making Money with LinkedIn Masterclass. I'm going to teach you how to maximize your profile. I'm going to teach you how to grow your network with qualified connections and to build relationships with those people. I'm going to show you how to find leads, how to improve your SSI score, how to take advantage of the LinkedIn jobs feature to find audition opportunities, and so much more. This is going to be an incredible masterclass, about two hours long, and it is going to help you to make money on LinkedIn. You can find the details and sign up at markscottcoaching.com. 
markscottcoaching.com. Remember, the masterclass is happening live May 31st, 2022, 7 p.m. Eastern, and that's going to be live via Zoom. Everybody who signs up will get access to a complete video recording as well. So if you can't attend live, don't worry, you're still going to get access to the video. Details again to sign up at markscottcoaching.com. Now, back to our show. Talk about some of the charities that through your other group, because I know that this you're a part of one of these outside of 100 Voices. So talk about some of the different types of charities that you've seen so that people can kind of get a sense of who are the people that ultimately could get helped from this. We had uh, one of the first give I was a part of in the Michigan group, and that was a $30,000 give. That was that was that felt pretty great. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think we were 309 members strong at that time. That's incredible. And that's just one little neighborhood wow. of uh, greater Rochester, Michigan. And the group that was pitched that night by a member was Power Company Kids. And they needed a bus to be able to get kids from school to the aftercare program. And it just so happened that the money that we had available to give between us and a vehicle wrapping company that was willing to donate the vehicle wrap allowed them to purchase this van and by the next meeting, show us the van wrapped and bring pictures, showing the kids being picked up from school, taken to the camps, seeing the fun they're having after school, knowing that they're in a safe and productive environment. Our first give here in Florida that was special for me because I just, I started in a period of time where it was like, I'm just going to do this. And so I ready, fire, aimed. And my first give, I had 22 people in the group. And people were like, what are you going to do with 20, just 22 people? I was like, I don't know. But I also know that I do have to pitch being the first meeting in a local environment. Yep. Um, and so I went out into the community and I started meeting with uh, executive directors and there was one group in the community that had started as a boys project helping at-risk boys become understanding of the fact that they have value they have worth right. they have the ability to have skills and they can be entrepreneurs well that was great but somewhere along the line they figured out girls needed this help too and although they came to the program in different ways typically and for different reasons they needed the same outreach mm -hmm. resource but all the funding they were getting as much funding as they were getting only could be go given to the boys and so i said to them i said put together a wish list for me and it just so happened that one of the segments of their wish list, which sponsored an entire sewing room for them that would then allow them to launch an Etsy shop cool. and become small business owners in their own right. Oh, I love that. Was for $2,200. Look at that. So we started the girls program and now that girls program has a welding program, a wood shop program. There's actually one of the girls that just graduated this year, just like this month. She's actually been accepted to university as a welder. And those skills are so valuable. And to have people understand the value they have in the community by having those skill sets. And they do print shop. I just ordered some t-shirts for another local nonprofit I work for for an event they were having because they do print work. I love it. 
and make tchotchkes and everything else. So those are, you know, those are two of, at this point in time, tens of gifts that I've been a part of between 2013 and now. I think it's important for people to remember, if you say like $100, it just feels like, you know, what is $100 buy now, right? What are you going to do with $100? But when you talk about $100 at scale, right, if you get your 100 members or, you know, in the case of your Michigan group, you know, 300 plus members, all of a sudden you can do some things that have a pretty massive impact on a community. And and that's what I love about it. I mean, the the first give that I was a part of here They were trying to assist a refugee family who was trying to escape a war zone and come to Canada. And so the funds that were raised were going to help with some of the expenses incurred for this family to be able to seek refugee status in Canada and and get them settled, you know, home, clothing, all of that sort of stuff. And it's like that's that's life changing to be a part of that. And then Mm -hmm. one of the other charities that pitched was actually a local school that was trying to build a computer lab. And for anybody that's ever used a computer lab in a public school, you know that the computers are usually 20 years old and and can't hardly function and do anything. And this one teacher had a vision that he wanted to build out a Mac computer lab. Well, as soon as you say Mac, you've got me. I can't help myself. And so, I mean, I was able to get connected with the teacher after the fact. And I made a very sizable donation because I know for me, my whole business runs on a Mac. If I did not have my computer, I would not be where I am today. My voiceover business would not be where it is today. Everything all comes back to that one simple tool that I have to use. And so I know how powerful that can be. And so it's just, it's really fun to be a part of something like that and see that, you know what? Yeah, your hundred dollars, it actually can make a pretty significant difference. So talk to us about how the charities are going to get selected and, and how voice actors will ultimately have a say in what happens within this 100 Voices Who Care uh, group. Okay, so it all starts by going to 100voiceswhocare.org and signing the commitment form. There is no cost to join, but you do make a commitment that once a quarter, four times a year, you will write a check for $100 to, to the charity that the group has selected as a whole. You can't always attend every meeting, And at that point in time, you put your faith in those who can attend a meeting Mm -hmm. to make that decision for you. So whether you're there or not, you make the commitment to give. But if you are at the meeting, then anybody who attends the meeting that's a committed member with a signed commitment form can email me ahead of time and say, Claire, I'd like to drop my name in the hat to pitch today. Here's my name. Here's the name of the local nonprofit that I'd like to pitch for must be a registered local 501c3. And at the top of the meeting, I will pick the first name. During that meeting, I will pick a total of three names. So we will hear each quarter from three different local nonprofits somewhere around the globe. And at the end of that meeting, we go ahead and vote anonymously through Zoom. And whoever has the most votes walks away with the give for that quarter. It really is that simple. But it really is that simple. And I do they do go through a bit of a, a little bit of a vetting process after that, just so we can make sure, yes, you are definitely indeed a registered 501c3. And yes, your financials are appropriate and in order so that we know that the gives that we're participating in are responsible gives and the membership can have that comfort of knowing that. But it's a very democratic process and all it takes is an hour. 
So can you give us some examples of some 501c3s? I mean, I know you told a couple of the stories, but what types of charities are we ultimately talking about here? Because there are small local charities that really do struggle to meet budgets. And then there are charities that are out there that have like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollar budgets. Who, who are you trying to help? We are targeting people that are truly classified as local nonprofits. So as wonderful as groups like Salvation Army and St. Vincent de Paul and St. Jude's and Susan G. Coleman are, we're going on a much smaller level to groups that don't have an advertising budget or the advertising budget they have is very small. So we are a way to give them a voice and help them read the raise the funds they need to work within the communities that they're a part of. And something that's really nice about those really small local nonprofits is they tend not to have big overhead. They tend to be more volunteer based and they don't have a lot of overhead cost in general. So you, and we know when we make the give exactly how our money is going to be used. Yeah. And that's a big part of it because so often when you give to charity, you know, you think you're giving them a hundred dollars, but you know, 20 or 30 of that hundred might end up being used for administrative costs or whatever. And by the time you're, they've right. taken the actual money that's going to the actual cause, it ends up being a lot less. So it's nice to know with some of these smaller charities that you really are, you know, you give them $10,000 and that $10,000, the vast majority of that is going towards whatever the thing is that they're trying to do. Now, I know you know, you're in a local group. I'm in a local group. And actually, my my local group is meeting here next week. And it's going to be the first in-person meeting that they've been able to do in two and a half years, basically, because of COVID. But just to be clear, your group will meet virtually. You're going to do this over Zoom. And you talked Correct. about that a little bit. Now, you did talk about, you know, when you sign up, you're making a commitment. It's four times out of the year and you've got to write a $100 check. But I'm assuming there's a way to do that virtually as well. There is. There is a wonderful organization that I use in my local groups in both spots, and it's called grapevine.org. And as I call them, the Emilies, because um, actually they're a startup in an incubator. And so we got to be part of that startup process. But they are running a platform that allows us to make our donations electronically, but still make them as individuals so that we get the tax receipts back and that's why i don't collect all the money and make the give right so just so everybody understands it this is this is we're removing all of the barriers right it's a it's a meeting on zoom once a quarter we're talking about you know an hour of your time uh the the donation it's not like you got to write an actual check and go to the post office or whatever you can do everything online so it's very simple very easy but a really, really cool opportunity to be part of something bigger with the group. And, and I, I, I love the idea of it. I, that's why I'm a member of, uh, of my own local group. Now, I know your first meeting is coming up here pretty soon and you'd really like to hit your 100-member target. Talk to us about how they can sign up, where they need to go to sign up, when the first meeting is. Just give us all that information again. Okay, so our first meeting is May 25th at noon on Zoom. And you can register to be a committed member and join us on that meeting at 100voiceswhocare.org. And you know what? If you want to come and check us out for a meeting, you have the ability to do that too. 
But we're such an amazing group, guys. I'd really love to see us pull together that first 100 people for our first give on May 25th and grow from there. And you said noon. I, I just want to clarify. We're talking noon, noon Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Noon, yes. noon Eastern. Okay. Noon Eastern. So 100 Voices Who Care. We're trying to get that first 100 members by the May 25th meeting. This is a really, really cool opportunity and a really great way for the voiceover community to give back in a different way and a fun way and in a way that everybody gets to be a part of it because everybody has the opportunity to present a charity and and bring a name to the table. And so you're you're not only supporting overall, you know, globally, right. however big the, the group gets, but you also get to support locally as well. Is there anything else that we need to know about the 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 group, the meeting? Any other instructions, any other details that we need to know before uh, we get to this first meeting? If you have a passion for a local nonprofit that's close to your heart, if you have a client that you might like to offer a really neat opportunity to that you would pitch for a local nonprofit that's close to their heart, come join us, 100voiceswhocare.org. Make the commitment and join us on the 25th for our first give. And I want to mention too, you said voiceover or voiceover adjacent. So this is open to anybody that would be right. a service Production provider. Houses, yeah. agents, casting directors, management companies, anybody who supports the voice community. And actually, because it's 100 Voices Who Care, it's even open to people that use their voice in any way right on. in their career. So that could be vocalists as well. I love it. All right, so the the website is 100 Voices Who Care, and it's a great website. All the questions that you have are probably going to get answered on the website, all of the details about what is going on on the website. So all that extra information is is there, although I think we covered basically everything in the interview. But we did, and they can reach out to me personally. I'm very happy to chat with people either online or they can give me a ring. That's okay. fine. And the contact information, I'm looking at it right now. It's on the website as well. So 100voiceswhocare.org. Claire, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for spearheading this and, and for the commitment that you've made just to putting all of this together. And I really do hope that you not only get your, your 100, but that you far exceed that. I love the idea of this group in Michigan, you know, $30,000 check in a quarter. You know, wouldn't that be amazing? Really cool feeling. Yeah, that would be amazing <laughs> for the community to pull together and do that. So I encourage everybody to check it out, 100voiceswhocare.org, and make sure you share this episode and share the website on your social media. Let the rest of your network know as well so that we can try and, and get these 100 members. Claire, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I really want to help Claire reach her goal of getting that first 100 voice actors for the first meeting here in a couple of weeks. And I absolutely believe that we can do it. In fact, I believe that if the VOpreneur community comes together, we can by far exceed the 100 people for 100 Voices Who Care. Please take a minute to check out the website, 100voiceswhocare.org. And one more quick favor, when you're signing up, let us know. Tag us in your Instagram stories. It's at 100 Voices Who Care, and I will put that in the show notes, and at Mark Scott. We'd love to know that you're signing up and to have you share it with your social media networks as well so that we can help get those numbers up. Wouldn't it be amazing if we had 300 people by the first meeting and were able to give one of those $30,000 checks to a local charity, that would be pretty incredible. Again, it's 100voiceswhocare.org. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. 
Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAM player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.